Welcome to another episode of The B-Side. The B-Side. The B-Side is when we discuss and talk about things in life that matter. Or it may not matter, but it's called The B-Side. Tonight, I'm said the vegan. I'm here. I have Sir Jonas and Kosi with me. And tonight, we're going to uh, just talk about homecomings. Homecomings and what do you normally do at your homecomings? A homecomings... Just another hookup time of the year that you see that one person that you wait all year just to do you know what? Christmas in October. Christmas in October. Exactly. <laughs> Christmas in October. Yeah. yeah so do you think that women and men come back to homecoming just just to get it on? I think it, I think it plays a role. I think it plays a role. I think uh, you have some people who, you know, use that time to reconnect. But then you got, you got friends, you know what I mean, you're kicking it with. But I think that plays a role. But it's more than that. You get to see your friends who you graduated with, friends, you know what I mean, some of your people you were in different clubs with organizations. So that comes into play as well. Do you think if you're married, you should come to homecoming alone or should you come with your significant other? That's a good question, man. I think it kind of goes with, uh, it, 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 there's no rule to it. It could be a flow. You may want to take your spouse with you. You know what I'm saying? You know, but then there may be times you may not want to, you know, take them with it. It's, it's just a, it shouldn't be a set rule, you know what I mean? But you should be free to take them or, you know, if they can't make it, you can go solo, you know? Hmm, Interesting. Very interesting. I, I I don't know what to do in that situation. I'm not why why is it that you don't know what to do? Because <laughs> I just know how it goes down at homecomings. I think I think that at a certain age, you you got you you take your wife to homecoming, or you take your husband to homecoming, or you just don't go to homecoming. I I just I don't know. You think you think, and you know that's real because. It can go two ways. Like if you have, a, if you're in a situation and there could be conflict with a spouse with somebody going in. In that case, then the other person, and if the, if there's somebody on campus who's disrespectful to your spouse, then you shouldn't put them in that position. You know, I'm mean? out of respect for that person. But if you know that you can, you know, hold your own. You're not being disrespectful, but it's causing tension. But you feel insecure about the situation then the spouse may not decide to go, you know what I mean? Until, but I think all in all, they should do things together. I think they should do things together. You know what I mean? Especially if you're not looking for nobody on campus. There's a reason why you didn't get with that person on campus. You chose the person you with. Or homecoming could just be your ticket to just, that's that once a year pass that you, that you know that, okay, something is going to go down when I get to homecoming. Hey, hey, that's real, man. That's we can't beat around the bush. That's the time when people want to get it in. They want to see people they haven't connected with in a long time. They're gonna take advantage of that situation. Do you know of any people that have cheated during homecoming? Shall shall they remain anonymous? Man, I don't know nobody off the top of my head, but I will say this: one of my boys, he has a good a good friend of ours. 
and she was disappointed with how another one of his friends was in, uh, interacting with women on campus, and she knew that he was married. And she had a problem with it, you know what I'm saying? Because we all went to school at the same time, you know what I mean? And she just had a problem with it. And she expressed her displeasure with how she saw her, him acting on, on the yard doing homecoming, you know what I mean? Does she know his wife? I don't think she knows the wife. But you know what I mean? She just was like, yo, I just felt like the way he carried himself wasn't cool. You know what I mean? And so, you know what I mean? I think that I'm sure people have taken advantage of, you know, being away from their, their spouse to connect. I'm sure that those have happened. Those things have happened. But it, it, before even homecoming arises, you always want to make sure the person you with is secure with you either leaving. And you want to make sure your situation is secure. Is secure. Yeah, I agree. I just know that I don't think my wife is going to be able to go to homecoming without me. <laughs> oh, you talking about if you get married? Yeah, you know what I mean? Your, your significant other, you going to go with her to her homecoming? Yeah, she can't go without me. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I think at my age, those type of trips are, they're done. I, I mean, honestly, and to go a step further, I think at a certain age, the girls' trips and the guys' trips, I think they come to an end. I think I think that like once you hit forty five, fifty, if you are forty, if you are a forty five year old man and woman, and you're still taking girl and guys' trips, something is wrong. Mm. <laughs> something, my my personal opinion, something is very wrong. Yeah. So you think they should just. Yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, you know, like I said, man, there comes a point when you and your relationship, you got to be secure in your relationship. At 50, you should not be taking a girl's trip where at 50? Where at 50, where, where are you going? <laughs> where? Why would you want to even go on a girl's trip at 50? Like, some things come to an end. If you are a man and you're still taking trips to the DR in Brazil, something is wrong. <laughs> but that might be the first time they had a chance to do it. You know no. what I mean? It, you it, know it, what I'm saying? Dudes have been taking care of their kids. They've been holding it down at the house. One of their boys like, listen, man, you need to get away. You get, you're dealing with that midlife crisis. You might want to get it in. You know what I mean? But no, nah, to your point, man, I, I agree, man. You know, it's not a good look. So I agree with you on that. It's not a good look. Yeah. But you know what I think it comes from now? There's a spark of it that comes from this uh, this real life, this real housewife thing. Every time you, you know, my wife watches it. Every time you see a real housewife of such and such, they're always taking a trip. But the funny thing is that a lot of them are not even wives. Exactly. <laughs> they may not be wives, but they're taking them trips, you know what I mean? And they have a show, The Real Housewives of Atlanta, The Real Housewives of. We need to have Real Housewives of Spelman, Real Housewives of Howard. That's what we need to have. We need to have Real Housewives of HBCUs. That's what we need to have. That would be dope, actually. What, Real Housewives of HBC? Yeah, you have Real Housewives of A&T, Real Housewives of Family. You're not feeling that, are you? No, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a really good idea. 
more black exploitation. Um, I think that, <laughs> yeah. That's but now nah, the thing about it is it it brings more notoriety to the school. You know what I mean? Or you could say real girlfriends of H, of of FAMU. So therefore, it's not necessarily they not wives. They real girlfriends. So they in technically techni- technically they can be doing girls trips because they real. They got this show. Have you ever seen this station called Zeus? Zeus is that like a like a comedy network? Bro, the drink is off the chain, man. They got these girls Zeus called, Network. They like it's called I don't know what they call Thought TV or something. Nah, these girls be going hard. These so they're on the Zeus Network. Yeah, man. You never heard of Zeus? So yeah, so Zeus. It's stuck, stuck <laughs> out, bro. It's stuck out. It's like they gold diggers for real. That's what they call them. But I'm talking about the Zeus Network. What 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 is it about? Bro, I have no idea what it's about. All I know is that. My 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 wife's niece watches the joint, man, and it's the most <clears throat> off the chain stuff that you'll ever. But hear. it's it's a monthly subscription, bro. I have no idea. They were yeah. watching it on YouTube. I, I just so happened to come in on the joint. So I think, <clears throat> I think, um, I think that it is black owned. Okay, I don't, I don't, I, hey, I gotta do my research on it. I'm, I, I'm never. So Zeus Network. <laughs> it's called. If it's black on, why they call it drink Zeus? <laughs> That's crazy to me. <laughs> it might be because it's a strong network. <laughs> it's cool, man. I, I have no idea why they call it drink Zeus, bro. Drink off the chain. Though. Can someone Google the Zeus Network? Can someone Google Zeus Network and see if it's black owned? Who owns Zeus Network? I'm pulling it up right now. My man is right to tat tatted. <laughs> what you give up with it? Y'all must have been getting it in, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he the only one like that. His name is gonna be tonight he's gonna be called Slump City. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Oh, this is what they drink called. It's called Baddies of the South. Bro, you never seen this before? Man, I, I, to be honest, man, I can count on my hand how many times I, I watch TV, like, pretty much this year, man. I just I just haven't had the desire to watch a lot of TV. You know? It is black owned, I think. Yeah, it is black owned. Ziggy Zeus is in the house. Well, no, no, I'm just, my bad. I can't, I can't vouch for that. But, but like you said, a lot of. But it's a lot of black shows on. There are there a lot of black shows on Zeus. Oh, without question, man. They got yes. called Baddies of the South. Sounds like it's owned by some Negroes. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. They here, bro. So, but nah, to your point, man. You know what I mean? Have a little bit more sophistication with it. You know what I mean? HBCU. Real girlfriends of grandma. I think that'd be dope. I don't know. I think that that it's definitely a great idea, but I think it's one that may excuse me, possibly embarrass this somebody's HBCU. <laughs> That's or you could call it real bros. Do some on your line, brothers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Y'all get y'all a little drink going. Show all y'all little, y'all growth, y'all doing y'all thing, y'all starting nonprofits, selling real estate, all that other good stuff. 
You're not feeling that. This episode is brought to you by 360 Wise. 360 Wise. Also, HBCU Collective. Epic HBCU Collective. Give them a shout out also. And you're listening to another just downtime B-side episode of HBCU Creative. Sometimes we just we just like we we just talk and chat, sharpen up our skills, you know? What you think about the NBA season starting the other night? What you think about that, man? You watching the games? I, I just again I haven't to be honest, man, like I I think there's been a lot of attention and focus on making sure that the podcast is is getting put in the right places, the promotion is there that I just haven't been in the mood to watch a lot of television. I just I just haven't been. Respect, respect. Nah, you know, I totally get it. You know what I mean? I followed your lead, man. Just trying to get my sleep more often, going to bed around nine. I usually shut the TV off around nine, so I don't even get a chance to watch the games. Yeah. But uh, you know, it, it'll be good to see what Kyrie does this year. It'll be good to see what um Braun does this year. Um, I think my sleeper team this year, my sleeper team, my sleeper team, and I think they have a strong chance to, like, go to the uh, Western Conference Finals. It's Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Okay, yeah, Memphis got a good team, West, West, Western Conference, right? Yeah, they're in the West. I got, I got, I have Memphis going to, I have Memphis going to the Western Conference Finals this year. Oh wow, you you stamping on that too? You said mm. that was some strong, some strength, man. Yeah. Why you why you having on Memphis? What do you like about their chances? I like that still they got in the draft. Who's it? Who they L- get? Lofton. Okay, okay. I think I seen them play. Yeah. He's a man amongst boys. Okay. Oh, you know the big boy. I say yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like a combination of Charles Barkley with a little bit of Shaq. I've seen him, light skinned dude. Yeah, with the locks. I know you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> bully ball. Okay, okay. Bully, bully ball. You know they like that thing down there in Memphis. Mm-hmm. He fits mm-hmm. that that culture. Man, I watched this guy. He didn't get drafted. I saw him on summer league. He he did not get drafted. I was I'm like, how can how can you not pick him up? To me, I think he was the if not top two players ready to play in NFL basketball. I mean, like, ready. He can get in the game and give you buckets. Like, he was, like, only only two that I saw coming out. I'm like, how could you not pick him up? That was crazy. You know, there are a lot of sleepers in the league. But you know what I'm surprised, man? We have all these basketball players in the world, but it's only 15 that are really, really good on the team. Like, you know. No, in, in the league. Yeah, you you are not that good to play, bro. Like the rest of y'all dudes who didn't make the league, you know y'all. And then they gotta pull dudes from across the seas, man, to bring them over here. So when you got a cat who's undrafted and still making impact, man, that speaks volumes. Yeah, he he was definitely overlooked. I think a lot of teams are gonna kick themselves when they realize like how good of a dude that he's good. He's really really good, really really good. I'm going to keep my eye out for him, man, see what he's up to. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, Memphis is a good team. Got John Moran. I like their coach, though. Their coach is pretty solid. You know what I'm saying? He's been doing his thing, you know, making sure everybody's been on point. 
But yeah, I'm gonna keep. But you know who who kind of dogged your boys out last night? The, Golden State. Nah, man, the boys um, from New Orleans, Zion, and then went to Brooklyn and and destroyed KD in the last night. Huh? They did, man. It wasn't pretty, man. Hold on, who? The, the New Orleans Pelicans went to Brooklyn and destroyed the Nets, man. They weren't playing. Hold on, did the season start or are we still in preseason? No, the season started on Tuesday. <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> they smashed the boy. So they, so Zion is in the building, man. Zion is not to be played with. They scrubbed him last night? Did they? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it wasn't pretty, man. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure, man. You know, they, they uh, yeah. Brooklyn, man, they looking like the same old squad from last year. So they got drugged last night. It was close after half, but then, you know, Zion and them boys put on a show. So you have Zion Williamson. You have uh, C.J. McCollum mm-hmm. and Ingram. That's it. And they got Herb Jones, the, uh, the rookie. He's a second-year player defender from Alabama. Good. Oh, yeah, he's locked down, man. Locked down defender. He might be up for defensive player of the year. Keep it up. Who's the shooter on the team? You got B.I. You got McCollum. He's a shooter. You don't, you don't take McCollum as a shooter? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So so you 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 think Dame Dollar not going to miss McCollum? Not necessarily. It's probably not. Uh, I don't know, man. I think that I think Portland should trade Damian Lillard, get a, get them up out of there. I think the Lakers should should trade Davis and Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Davis and Russell Russell Westbrook. Yeah. They gotta go, man. They gotta go. That's I don't know. That's gonna happen, good brother. Why you say that? I don't know, man. That I mean, who's going? Who LeBron gonna play with, man? He needs somebody. He needs teammates, man. You know, LeBron ain't gonna roll out there with some scrubs, man. They not. He LeBron, need LeBron is in the prime of his year. They gotta keep some some semblance of players around him. No, you trade Davis for somebody and. You trade Russell Westbrook for somebody. <laughs> then nobody's going to take that contract. It's a wrap for my man. Who? It's, it's a wrap, man. It's a wrap. Who? For both of them, man. They both injured, man. Already? Oh, man. They going to be out. They The Lakers, man. That's a tough situation, bro. Hold on. Did Davis get hurt already? Not yet. You know what Charles Barkley called him? What? Street clothes. <laughs> he called that dude street clothes. He's like, he just said it so casually. He said, you talking about street clothes? <laughs> it was like, who? Who street clothes? He said, Anthony Davis. He always wears street clothes. He's never in the game. <laughs> he called that dude street clothes. <laughs> How you going to call a man, a grown man, street clothes? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Called the NBA player street clothes. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Hold Char- on. Charles Barkley's phenomenal, man. So hold on. Did, did Shaq laugh? Oh, they all were laughing, man. 
Them dudes don't have no cut cards. You know what? They are the funniest dudes, man. I'll stay up and watch them on a Thursday night. They just gave Charles Barkley a hundred million dollars contract. Just for doing that show? Yeah. That's crazy, bro. He's he he's phenomenal, man. If you take him off TNT, is you know what? You can take Kenny off. Um, you can take the other guy off, or you can take Ernie off. You can't get rid of Shaq and Charles. Like that, like they are a tandem. Bro, bro, I don't know, man. Kenny's that dude though, bro. Kenny dropped that knowledge, man. Uh, Kenny the Jet Smith, dog. He's the man, that dude right there. All right, so let me ask yeah, I don't know. So if you if you could only keep if you could only keep three, what three you keeping? Three I'm keeping. Chuck, Kenny, and Ernie. You let Shaq go? Yeah, man. <laughs> Shaq. Shaq, dude. Oh, my goodness. They can do without Shaq, dog. Shaq. Goodness gracious. I'll take Shaq off, man. I'm sorry. I love, Shaq is cool, man, but goodness gracious, man. Nah. So, out of the three. so Because Shaq and, and Charles, they kind of like the same person to me. No. Not at all. You don't think so? Nah. They, they both got bald heads. That's about it. That's about it. Nah, but you asked though, and Ernie kind of sets the tone. You know what I mean? So he plays a role. You know what I mean? All right. So for me, it'll be, uh, it'll be Ernie, Shaq, and Chuck. Kenny gotta go. Man, Kenny's man. Kenny brings that knowledge, bro. What knowledge? They all bring knowledge. Nah, they all play the like, NBA. He don't want to go to the screen, bro. He be like, listen. Are you talking about got- the the knock knee run? <laughs> that dude run crazy, man. I'm, I don't know how he made it in the league running like that, dog. I don't think his legs got like that till he got out the league. I think he fell out of the car. Do you think or you know? I think he fell out of the car. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, he might have fell out of the car. Are you serious? Because I want to laugh. but I don't No, I, I, I'm not serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not serious. Man, that dude, man, Kenny, man, Kenny the Jet. He dropped knowledge, bro. You got to like, he drops life lessons on that joint. Oh, he's coming back to life. Yeah. Good time. Yeah, man, but nah, but yeah, I, but Chuck, man, he's hilarious, man. But you know what's gonna happen? They gonna bring Draymond on that thing. Draymond gonna be the next one. I think Draymond should have got suspended for at least fifteen games. For spitting his teammate? Yes. Yeah. Oh no, man, the suspension. It was not a good look, though. So, do you think? I think I think Draymond Green should have got a fifty thousand dollar fine in fifteen games. Damn, that's tough, bro. You think that's tough? Yeah, I think that's tough. That's in house. Yeah, I know in house, fifty thousand dollars in fifteen games. They can't do that to him, man. He already they they learned their lesson from the KD thing, because Draymond and KD even came out and said, "Let us work it out amongst ourselves." But what happened? They lost KD. I, you know because, what I think? Because they, they they find they find Draymond and suspended him one game. But you know what? I think that I think so. He he called his teammate a bitch, and he got suspended. He punched a guy and called him a bitch and didn't get suspended. That's that's why because they don't want to go down that same road. But he didn't he didn't learn the first time. Dude is crazy. They said that they were joning on each other, <laughs> and Jordan Poole told Draymond, "Hey Draymond, when you walked into the gym in Michigan State, 
Did the girls go crazy over you? Did they call you triple singles? Because <laughs> you know he only do is rebound. You know, they did they call him triple singles? He was got the joke was hilarious. I'm not telling the joke right. The joke was hilarious. That shit ain't funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know he just signed a contract for 104. Doing his thing, man. Talking about Jordan Poole. Doing his thing. And Anthony Wiggins, I'm sorry, Andrew Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins just signed a contract too. Mm-hmm. They doing their thing. Both for over a hundred mil. Mm-hmm. That means Draymond might be leaving. Oh no, but that's the thing, man. You can't let that guy go because he the heartbeat of your team, bro. The other dudes might be more talented and score, but Draymond is the engine of that team, bro. Yeah, but when you when you do stuff like that, man, I just I don't know that it just didn't look good. It wasn't a good look. Yeah, that wasn't a good look at all. Yeah, it wasn't a good look, man. Yeah, we have a uh, slump city in the building. Oh. So what did y'all have, man? That like what did, that took them to this point? I don't know. I don't know what that young man had, but <laughs> hey, I think he had some juice. That's what's up, man. So, man, what was the highlight of your trip to Norfolk State, man? You want some of Whittier? Nah, bro. <laughs> no, I'm good. He, there you go. Mischievous. The mischief one. I'm good, bro. You want a piece of Whittier? Nah, man. I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. He looked like he out of it, right? Bro, I can imagine. Nah, it's been a long week for brothers, man. You know, Does he look like he's out of it? Yeah. He doing him, man. He good, man. Yeah, you want to rumble with the big boys. You must got something in you, man, because you, you, you like to lead people down that road, but you good, though. You have it. You over here chilling. We all had the same thing. Oh, wow. Okay. You're trying to slice it down. No, we all had the same thing. Same amount? No. Okay, then. No, I had the most. Oh, is that right? Yes. That's what's up. But the last time I gave him something like this, I think it kind of like laid him out for a while. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, the highlight of the trip was just getting back on the yard. Getting back on the yard, hanging out, seeing seeing people, I mean, and also having a blast of a of an event. That was um very delightful. I got a chance to do something that I haven't done. Stepped into an arena that I haven't been in in years, and it uh, woke me up. The itch to entertain people came back. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, we uh we had EU came and they did a good job. Of all, of course, Kid Capri came. He he did a great job. Um. Knocked the fucking ceiling off of the party, man. I mean, these guys were phenomenal guys. Kick a break? Yeah, I mean, great guy. Did a good job. Uh, yeah, EU did a good job. I think overall the night was was, was really, really good. Um, just, just, just a lot. Just a lot. Um, it's nostalgic, man. It was it was epic. It was a movie. Uh, Jai James can vouch for it. Absolutely. Said the vegan. I was there. I can vouch for it. <laughs> I'm speaking in third person, yes. <laughs> Jonas 
Sir Jonas and Kosi was not there, but uh, you, you missed a good one. It was a good one. It was one for the for the record books. It was epic. There's a lot of mixing and blending, great tunes, hip hop, historical content, Biggie Smalls, uh, Nas. Um, I think Kid Capri did like just this run where he played just like he went through a whole New York Jada Kiss. And you know it, it was it was it was, it was great. Oh man, that's classic, man. I can yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, it was like Jada Kiss, DMX, a little bit of jaw. It was just that that whole era. It was it was really good music, man. And I think people really appreciate it. You know that type of event. I think that should be annual. I think people should have the opportunity to come back and not only give but have a great time while they're giving. You know, dancing, partying, seeing seeing good people. So um, the goal is to do that again, but take it up one notch. Dope, man. That's yeah. dope, man. I'm glad to hear yeah. that, man. I'm glad to hear it was a success. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't ask for anything more. That was that was the highlight amongst amongst other things, but that was the highlight. That's what's up, man. Good stuff, man. Yeah, so looking forward to to doing that again. Yeah. The goal would be to to go the goal in game would be to be the voice for HBCUs, like be that voice for HBCUs, like talk to alumni, bring awareness, um, good and bad, just like shine the light on specific talents that are leaving and graduating HBCUs because sometimes we don't get the the publicity, publicity and acknowledgement of having like some top tier nursing programs, you know, having a good education programs, good nursing programs. Like we don't get the acknowledgement and we get overlooked. So, you know, um, I think the platform is moving in that, in that direction. Like I really want us to like hone in on that and, and bring noise and good quality interviews of successful black people to um, to a to a platform near you. I think that's the goal. I think if HBCU creative could stay in that lane and maneuver it and just let it grow legs and, and grow and prosper, I think that's a good good look for us in the culture, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Just reading an article from Gallup, and they were sharing that when African Americans graduate from an HBCU over a non-HBCU, their quality of life and their well-being it's heightened, man. You know what I'm saying? And like going to an HBCU has so many great um, benefits, and it's good for us to highlight the academic side, the, all the and all the the various things that HBCU brings to bring to the table. So you know, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I think. I think we're on to something. I think as long as we keep it authentic and genuine, I think we can't. I, mean, I, th- I think we can't miss. It's so much that's tied into HBCU culture and also uh, HBC cre- HBCU creative. I think it's just it, it's great because we have so many avenues and lanes that that we could that we could move and go down to make this like really something special. Absolutely. Yeah. I just would just think like how music is in tune and tied into like college life and it's, you know, and just going to homecoming this, this year and just, and just watching how 
much music plays a part in just our black culture, but also just on camp on campus. You can tell generations by the music they listen to at tailgates when you walk past tents. And I think like the nostalgia of it all, right? You, you're on a campus and you can tell pretty much what school, what year that some of the people are tailgating, like what, what year they're in school. I think it's a very interesting, interesting uh, dynamic of HBCU culture. Yeah, it, it, takes, it, takes, uh, it takes it to another level. Yeah, like listening to old school hip hop, you can tell. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah. But that was the highlight, man. This, this, you know, Howard's homecoming is coming up. So, that was the highlight. Yeah, but I got people in town that came in on Wednesday getting ready for Howard homecoming. Okay. Yeah, so they're looking forward to getting it in. Are you participating in 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 any festivities this weekend? Yeah, I might try to step out to a few since that's what kind of get up with y'all last weekend. Okay. I feel like you know this is the this is the culminating event, man. They call Howard Mecca. So, you know what I mean? It's the one that, you know, kind of draws out, the, brings everybody out. So I might make some moves. But even though Howard may have their homecoming, there's nothing like going to your school. Like, I don't really feel like I got a homecoming if I don't go to my school. You know, Howard's great, but it's nothing like going to your school. Does your school have a band? Oh, yeah. Orange Crush. And do they have a football team now? Oh, yeah. They got a t- almost one. They lost today. They lost by three points. But Lincoln University is making a powerful comeback. Shout out to the Lincoln Lions. Shout out to the defending women's basketball champs of the CIAA. I'm so proud of them. Hell, hell, Lincoln. Okay. All right. So you guys are the Lions. Yeah, man. So is the mascot at every game or just home games? It's a good question. I think just the home games. I'm not sure they travel okay interesting how about you all Spartans travels I don't I don't know I think we have one of the best uh, mascot costumes oh without question that Spartan is hard this is not a lot of Spartans out there in HBCU world y'all are the one and only yeah not a lot at all yeah so y'all the only Spartans so of course (laughs) Yeah, that, that that could be very much so true. I'd like to thank you for coming out and, and hanging out with us on the, the B side where we, you know, talk shit and swallow spit, you know. Just relax and have a behind-the-scenes moment. Yeah, man, this was good, man. This was good. Yeah. Shout-out to everybody from Norfolk State. Hope y'all enjoyed your homecoming. Behold the green and gold. and hope y'all got back home safely to your loved ones. And, uh, you know, again, I'm excited about how it's homecoming coming this weekend. Everybody who's out and about, be safe, enjoy yourself, and make memories, lasting memories. I agree. I agree. Until next time, have a good night. Oh, yeah, don't forget, hell, hell, Lincoln. Lincoln University, we in the building. Do it. Signing off with HBCU Creative.